Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. I hope everyone's doing really good. Um, We made it through another retrograde. Uh, Hopefully everyone was successful making it through this retrograde. I know that um, it was rough for some of us and we probably all had some time where we struggled, but I think the more that we deal with it and we get used to all of the fucked up shit that retrograde brings, we just kind of learn to adapt, and that may not be ideal, but it is what we're doing, and we're getting through, so yeah, um, (laughs) it's been interesting, she went out with a bang though, of course, because, you know, why not, uh, that's how she likes to do, things have been a little intense, um, like normal, seems like every week, I come on and I've got some more fucked up things to to tell about or talk about. And um, I had a employee who was actually she's fucking amazing employee. I was really really sad the way things ended, but um, she got offered a spot to work at a haunted house the month of October in Indy, which is about um, like an hour hour and a half drive from where we are. So, she was going to be staying up there the whole month, and um, originally had just wanted to take the whole month off, but that was not going to happen because you can't be off uh, more than five weeks without a paycheck, and the fact that she's a key holder, I just couldn't lose her the entire time. So, I had made a deal with her of, you know, if you just want to work weekends here, we can make that work. You know, work through the week up there, work weekends here, be great, be fine, perfect. So, that's what we did, um, and a lot of things went into making that happen, um, some personal favors were asked, and I, I obliged, because she was a really good worker, and then her first weekend, she was supposed to be back, I told, I sent my assistant manager a text, and I said, I have this really bad feeling, she's going to text me and tell me she can't do it, she can't make it back and forth, and she's going to be done, and I was fucking right, the night before she was supposed to work, she texted me at 9.04 and told me she couldn't do it, which, okay, I saw it coming, I had a feeling, whatever, but just be fucking honest with me, tell me from the beginning that you can't do it, don't wait till 9.04 at night, the night before you're supposed to be in a work, to tell me that you're not coming back, like, ever, like, it's just fucking shitty, like, all the way around, super shitty, so, um, yeah, I ended up working open to close yesterday, because I had nobody else to fill that position, or that spot, anyway, because some people needed their time off, People had things already planned, and the new hires that I had gotten in hadn't started yet, or gotten the system yet, so I was a little fucking salty, to say the least, but, you know, it is what it is, we move forward, but it's like, every time I think I'm getting ahead with people, they just pull some bullshit on me, and I don't care, like, I tell people from day one, if you're gonna quit, that's really cool, I get it, this place is not for everybody, but if you give me a notice... I'll give you a glowing recommendation somewhere else. Like, I will literally even help you find another job that works better for you. But give me a fucking notice. And by notice, I mean, like, a two-week notice, not, like, a less-than-12-hour notice. So, whatever. But I was salty, now I'm over. I don't really care. I'm just really upset because she was a great fucking worker. I mean, I'm not even mad about that, having to work a a double part. It was just she was a really good worker and kind of bummed. But 
it is what it is, so, whatever. So I got home last night, I was super fucking tired, because I had been there since, like, 6 a.m., and worked till 10.30 p.m. This guy is meowing, guys, she wants to be part of the episode, too. So anyway, I, uh, I got home late, and I was fucking exhausted, my body hurt, people were weird, it's, like, the full moon of it all, I guess, I know that, uh, I don't think last night was the total full moon, but I swear to God, people just see that it's, like, close, they fucking lose their shit and become total fucking idiots, customers were all on one big time, everybody was being assholes, and they were either, like, really, really fucking shitty, or really, really nice, like, in a weird way, so, um, it was super odd, uh, the whole night, we had a drunk guy at the end that was just like, dude, get the fuck out of the store, you are totally fucking, like, eerie fucking vibes coming from me, like, get out, so, we finally got him to leave, it was crazy, but it was just fucking weird, so, I get home, and, Tom and I, um, talk, we just kind of relax for a little bit, we, uh, catch up on things, and then we go to bed, and we hear three distinct fucking gunshots outside, and I was like, what the actual fuck, it might have been two, but I was half asleep for the first one, so I'm pretty positive it was three, and I'm telling you what, I was like, holy fucking shit, these were like shotgun shots in our neighborhood, and we live in a super fucking small town, so you should not be hearing any kind of shit like that unless, like, the cops are, like, close behind because that's just not how things really are around here, but it was fucking creepy, so we, um, were like, what the fuck? We ended up falling back asleep, but people in the neighborhood on Facebook were talking about how they heard it, too, and it's like, okay, something is fucking not right here. It's creepy, so... I didn't sleep worth a fuck because of that. So I did have the day off while I went down and, and um, covered for my sister manager because she had to take her kid to work. But other than that's been nice. I just relaxed. Chop gave me another new tattoo, which is super cool. And it's just been a nice day. After all the bullshit of yesterday, it made me realize that if I manifest a better day, it happens. Um, because last night I was just so upset that I was like, okay, tomorrow's going to be the most amazing day. It's going to be great, and it has been. So, that's kind of what ties into today's episode. Um, with everything getting so close here now, we are super close to Salon, which means that the bale's thinning every day. So, we're going to use that to our advantage. So last week we talked about how the energy of the fucking universe and the earth is just like completely fucking off and everything has just been kind of odd and how really important it is that we protect ourselves. We are watching out for all these vampires and um, people who just suck the fucking energy out of us. And really it's really opened my eyes to a few more things this week. I wore bloodstone in my bra all week. Um, Normally I trade out, I've told you guys before, you know, the different ones that I wear and different things, and this week I wore a bloodstone pendulum all week, and I really noticed the change on myself, um, energy-wise, where people's stuff didn't really get to me as much, and the one day that I did let it get to me was Friday night when she had texted me, and I had already taken my bra off and my crystal was out. So she me right there, I need to make a bloodstone bracelet to wear constantly to keep myself protected because that works for, along with my sodalite that I always keep, like literally it's on me all the time on my bra because it's just, 
my go-to for overall life happiness. I just fucking hit that. That was bad. Um, <laughs> it's my go-to for like overall life joy and happiness because Soda Light for me is very, I don't want to say it, as prominent in bringing happiness and peace like all the time it works great it's great for teamwork it's great for psychic connection it's wonderful for peace and harmony and all of the things that just i crave in life and so soda light has been my go-to but mixed with bloodstone is fucking just chef's kiss this week so i am definitely going to make myself a bloodstone and soda light bracelet because perfection 100 percent. so Today, we are going to be talking about how it's our time. This is our time to really take advantage of all the shit going on in the world and the veil thinning and just kind of make it what we want and get what we want out of our craft and life in general. So, hope you guys are excited. is the perfect fucking time to do a lot for witches. There's a lot of options for us and a lot of really good um, just things going in our favor, honestly. We've got the fact that the veil is thinning right now. That just, number one, is like the tits for us because it helps us to connect with the spirit world and the universe and pretty much fucking anything and everything that we would want to connect to with life being so fucked up right now with the the world is just a fucking shit show and the energy being off we're going to learn to take that to our fucking advantage we are going to make it work for us in ways that we can I'm so sorry i just lost that <laughs> that we can use the craziness of the world to benefit us and others because we don't have to be stubborn and selfish with it we can straight up help so many people but we also have to keep in mind the fact that some people will only use our abilities for themselves and not actually give a fuck about us. So that is a huge thing to um, keep in mind and make sure that you are keeping your guard up. And that's another fucking extremely important reason why we have to keep our energies protected so much. That's why last week's episode was super fucking important because there are people out there who learn what we are, what we do, and they only see what they can get out of it. They don't really care about us or, you know, our actual true selves and, and how um, how we really are doing or, you know, care about any of that at all. They just care about what they can get out of us and what they can use us for and use our powers for. So please, please, please try to always keep in mind that not everyone is fucking awesome like we are and they will try to fucking use us in all kinds of fucking ways and I have seen it firsthand multiple times they get so interested in what we do and who we are but it's only for their own benefit which kind of sucks that people are so shitty but honestly I've just gotten so used to people being shitty that I don't even 
see people as not being selfish, narcissistic assholes sometimes anymore. Like, I literally just see that side of them and make them have to kind of earn, not necessarily respect, but basically prove to me that they aren't fucking assholes or just out for some use way to use people anymore. And it's sad that people have gotten that way. Like, the world should not be so fucked up that you just assume everybody is a narcissist who's out to fucking get something from you. But it is, and, you know, here we are. That is uh, where we are in life, and people sadly are pathetic. So, yeah. Um, That's why I really wanted to really push home the episode last week with, you know, protecting our energy and making sure that we are taking care of ourselves and not letting people um, take our fucking energy and our souls and fucking crush them like they do. It's going to get worse as it gets closer to Samhain because everybody, once it gets like that time of year and people start thinking about, you know, witchcraft and witches and because it is Halloween, people remember, oh, I have a friend who's into that or, you know, spirits are getting more active because the veil's thin in their home, and they remember, oh, you know what? Cassie does all that stuff. I'm gonna have her come stage my house. I'm gonna have her come get rid of the spirits around here. I'm gonna have her help me cleanse this, or do that, or whatever. And it's like, you know, I am worth more than just your fucking spirit cleaner. I'm worth more than just, you know, being somebody to cleanse the the negativity in your home, or whatever. You know, maybe you should listen to the spirits, because maybe they think you're a dick, too, so... Sorry, I get a little sidetracked with things when I get talking about people, but it's sad because there's a lot of people out there like that. So, with all of that said, talking about being the perfect time of year, it really is because this is our opportunity to really embrace the craziness of everything. The veil thinning, like I said, is just chef's kiss on what we need to add to just kind of take everything and run with it right now. It's our perfect time to become more in tune with the universe and the spirit world. And we are able to connect more with the gods and goddesses and, um, you know, working with deities and connecting with the spirits around us, our past, you know, our lost loved ones and manifesting what we want and what we need and if we do it right this manifestation that we are going to work on during the thinning of the veil will last not just while the veil's thin but literally last like the whole year like we can make it work and we can make these connections work but now's the time where we need to really embrace that and go forward with it because if we if we do these things while the veil is thin It opens up more doors and creates that connection so that when things go back and learn it's it's more, you know, closed like in the summer, it's, I don't even know how to really, it's not really closed, it's never fully closed, but it creates that connection that's stronger to break through easier, if that makes sense. So, excuse me, (coughs) it's just really a perfect time to make these strong connections that are going to last, embrace our powers, and and dive in. There's so many things out there, so many 
ways for us to connect and to manifest things that we want. But sometimes we get sidetracked or we get so flustered we don't know where to start. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about where we can start with something. So I want to start off with deities. Um, I've done a whole episode on deities and um, working with them and different things like that. So if you need a refresher, go back and listen to that episode. But don't feel like, you know, you have to just be stuck with one. That you, you know, find one deity that you feel really tied to or you feel really empowered by you feel really connected to don't feel like that has to be the only one that you can work with or follow or you know take inspiration from that's not the case you can do multiple you can do many you know you can do one or or 12 it's literally up to you how you do it and what you do and for me I am more connect with goddesses than gods and that's just me personally and I know some female witches who connect more with gods and goddesses it is just who you are as a person your personality your um your life path there's so many different factors that go into it Uh, mine is more for love and peace that's always what it's been about when I was little my whole thing in life was just looking for that person and I believe I was looking for Travis because I believe that we'd already been together in the past And I believe that I spent my whole youth missing somebody that I didn't even know yet. Um, I just felt like I missed their soul. I missed his soul, his, his energy, his everything. But I didn't even know him yet. And for me, that was what drove me to be more about love and peace. Because I just want calmness. And not for everything to be just fucking chaotic all the time even though chaos can be fun sometimes I do like chaos magic but I just want calm and peacefulness and love and so that's why I'm more um more drawn to like Eos and Aphrodite and Venus Aurora um Pax Harmonia those are just some of the ones that I am more drawn to just kind of like you know your your God or your soul guide you to the deity that you connect with. And as I talked about in the deity episode, it's kind of like dating. You're going to kind of date around with these deities. Oh shit. Sorry. I didn't mean to wax mic and see who you feel more connected to. And by that, I mean, working with them, doing, you know, some research on them, looking up the info all about them, just kind of learning everything you can. And then, um, Sorry, and then moving on to another one if you don't feel that connection. It doesn't mean you have to completely stop with that one. You can continue for as long as you want, as long as you need. It just means that you need to keep your eyes out. And and you might find one right off the bat that you feel super connected with and you think is going to be the one that you're going to stick with. And that's perfectly fine. 100% okay to do. But you can also, you know keep going around as you go you don't have to stick with just one it's all about you it is your path your everything here and you don't have to just go with you know the first one that you connect with definitely make sure that you are feeling um 100% you know make sure that you really feel that drive that pull that connection And you may find one that you think that you've gotten that 100% with and then decide, well, you know what, I'm just going to 
see what's going on, you know, learn about some other ones and realize that you have a strong connection with one that you may have never even heard of before in your entire life. We all have, you know, ones who have been doing this for a long time and have worked with deities and learned about them and stuff, come across some deities that we've never even heard of and you're like, wow, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. And it's like the universe was timing it out for now. There's something in your life going on and some reason that the universe did not have you learn about them until just now. And that's probably a good sign that that's one that you should really look into and uh, spend a little more time with. If you're not sure where to start with this, um, with finding someone to work with and, and learn about, take attributes that are important to you and do a little research on what deities are about those, what deities are have that connection with that specific topic or whatever the case may be. Like I said with me, it was love and peace and and those are the ones, there's so many of them, there's so fucking many deities, gods and goddesses out there, tons of them, but you have to find the one that is most suited for you, so that's kind of where you gotta, um, realize, you know, what it is that you want, and really do some, some soul searching to find who's most interesting to you, because you may get into it and think, okay, this is really cool, and then, do a little more research and be like, holy fuck, this is nothing like what I thought, or, you know, more of the crazy side of things, and, and go down a whole different path, so just take some time, go through, find that connection, like I said, right now with the veil being so thin, and getting thinner by the day, you are literally going to have a better chance of finding your connection early than you would later and you know if you were to do this in the summer or something because that connection is just going to be much stronger right now you're going to have much more chance to connect in a way that you just couldn't before so definitely something to um to think about and help you decide and how you want to do that and go on so Deities, and if you need help, I know I've said that um, you guys can email me, and I'm really sorry. I've been really struggling with getting some emails answered. Time is a real motherfucker for me, to be honest. So, um, with time being so crazy, I really um, have to catch up, and I really do apologize for that. But I am working on it. I do promise you I will get back with all of you very, very soon. I just had to make sure I took some time for myself to get my own shit in order right now. Because, like I said, things have just been a little off and fucked up, so, but the deities, and you can always feel free to post in the group, and people are so fantastic in the group, you know, I have to say, real quick, I do want to give it up to the group, I I never get any bad complaints or any bad um, things about the group at all, I never have anybody um, send, you know, reports of abuse or you know, report anybody's comments or posts or anything. I think it's fantastic because I used to moderate a group for, um, it was called Slum Dunder Mifflin Air. I'm still actually listed as a moderator. I just don't have time at all for it, but, um, it was a office, the office TV show was like a fan group for them. 
And we would get people literally reporting each other every fucking day, multiple times a day. Literally just bitching about the most fucked up, smallest stuff just because they didn't agree with somebody's posts or they were just took offense to it or people were mean to each other in the comments. And I honestly have to say, out of all 3,200 people plus now in the group, you guys are the most amazing group I've ever been in. I know I don't spend as much time in there as I would like to. Again, I don't have a lot of time, but when I'm on there, I just see the care and the love and the appreciation for each other. No one's rude to each other like some of the other witch groups I've seen. No one is making fun of someone for any questions that they might ask. Um, I also really love the feature of being able to post anonymously because there are some times that we post something and we're just not ready to let the world know about us yet. So having the option is fantastic for anyone still in the broom closet or someone who has a question that they're just afraid to ask in general, which again, you should never be afraid to ask. We're all here for you. And my famous line, there's no wrong way to be a witch. So totally don't ever be afraid. We got you. We're good. But yeah, you can always um, ask questions in the group and we will, somebody will be there to help with it, um, you know, with experience. And that's a great thing too, is I don't find a lot of people who um, don't know what they're doing, making comments back. So that's pretty awesome too. So just an idea. You can message us in there or email. Sometimes I think that um, Facebook is just knows what's up because I'll be having a rough day and I'll be on there just to kind of scroll through or something or, you know, one of my kids have posted something that I need to share or whatever for their business and it's like I'll see one in the, um, right in the newspaper when I open it is a post from the group that just makes me smile because you guys are so sweet to each other, so... So yeah, if you have questions, you can definitely, you know, reach out to one of us or um, post in the group. Somebody will be there for you, I promise. When it comes to deities, just make sure that you are really taking your time to have that connection or you're just not going to feel it. It's just going to feel really empty and just like you're researching something for high school homework that you didn't feel like doing. So it can be a very exhilarating thing to find a deity that really just matches your soul that that you're just feel that strong connection with right off the bat and learn about them in more ways that you just never really knew were there or existed or you know whatever the case is so um deities can be super fucking awesome and super fun let's talk about divination because divination this time of year is fucking amazing what you can do and connect with and all the feelings all the things there's so many different forms so tarot and oracle cards just takes a lot of your interpretation into them as well tarot takes a lot more interpretation as far as taking you know the specific cards into reading oracle cards like we've said has more of a um, one word or one phrase on them that kind of lead you to the way, but it's all about context. So just remember, um, sometimes you may be asking a question that the spirits want to answer in a different way or the universe wants to answer in a different way. So if you're getting weird answers that really don't seem like they match with what you're asking or anything, maybe just try back after a little bit, give it a break. Um, you know, 
step away for a few. I've had that. I've had, you know, where I've asked questions about work or, um, you know, my career or financial life and I'll give me cards about love and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's not where I was going. But it's like, it's the universe's way and the spheres around you's way of being like, hey, step back. You don't need to worry about that right now. You need to focus on this instead. I've also had it where I was doing a reading for someone else, and I swear that reading was meant for me instead of them. Straight up, 100%, that that reading was to me. And I had to apologize and tell them, you know, I'll have to do a reading again here a little bit. I, you know, we just need to hold off for a second um, and come back to it because that reading was for me and it was giving me a warning of something that I needed to address and, and deal with immediately and I did and I'm really glad that I was able to notice that because normally I would have been like oh yeah the cards just don't want to answer for you right now you know well we'll try back after a bit but this one was straight up about me trying to uh to let me know and give me a heads up so again another great you know um example of why we must trust our guts and our intuition because our bodies aren't gonna let us down they let us down a lot of ways with, you know, as we older, we can't fucking see anymore. And you have to wear reading glasses on top of your contacts because you can't see shit. But it will not let us down when it comes to our gut and our intuition. The only thing that's going to let us down is ourselves and not believing in ourselves or trusting ourselves. And with our gut and our intuition, which, you know, I have a big problem with. I'm not listening to myself. But I've gotten much better. Like I've told you guys, I've really been working on taking my own advice lately and, um, and just believing in myself. I had too many fucking things to be coincidence. Coincidental. Coincidences. The fuck do you even say that? Too many things to not be. My gut, my intuition. So I have definitely been um, paying a lot more attention to that lately. Next one is super fucking important that we uh, we should probably take a, a the quick break first because it's going to be a really big one. Be right back. And we're back. So the next one um, is one that I always strongly, strongly urge that you cast a circle and make sure you've got super protection for before you begin. Actually, with a lot of divination, but the specific type of divination the most, um, it's imperative that you have strong protection if you're going to use speaking boards, talking boards, spirit boards, Ouija boards, whatever you call them. Everybody calls it something different. I call it a speaking board. Some people call it a spirit board, talking board, Ouija board, whatever. They're all the same concept. Whether you buy the fucking Hasbro one, or you have one craftily made, or you have a fancy glass one, whatever it is that you're using, please, please, please use protection with it, because you just rather be safe than sorry, because you don't know what's going to come through, and especially right now with the veil being so thin, they can get through incredibly easily, way easier than normal, so definitely 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 make sure that you are 
casting a circle, you've got some protection going on, and you sage like a motherfucker when you're done, um, if you, especially if you feel something evil, if it's just your own, like, family that you feel like you've only contacted your family, and you don't feel any type of way, um, otherwise, I, I wouldn't say you have to sage or anything, I've just had a few, um, experiences this past year that have made me really, um, even more so worried about shit, so I'm much more, um, concerned with protection when it comes to those, so, with spirit boards, you can do so many things, you can contact and connect so many different energies and types of people and, and, and spirits, just all kinds of things, and, unfortunately, it gets a really bad rap from the TV shows and Hollywood and movies and things like that, and especially people who don't know what the fuck they're doing, coming along and causing some bullshit, so when you have those kinds of situations, people just become very scared of the whole concept, especially if it's something unknown to them, and that's just not really fair, because then people look at us like we're fucking crazy, because we are comfortable with it, and it's like, okay, so, because we actually took time to learn how to fucking use it, we're the fucking batshit crazy ones, no, but you know how people can be, so, with that said, it's really important to make sure that you have a general plan in your head, or prepared, or whatever, when you, um, start out with this, I usually have a, a specific person I would like to try to contact, or if I know, um, there are spirits in my home that are being, um, nosy, or, you know, making a fuss, or, or being around, or whatever, I will try to specifically find something that, um, resonates with them, or something that, um, would be a good identifier to be able to contact them, so that there's no confusion of who you're trying to contact, and having different spirits come through, especially if it's the type of spirit that you don't fucking want to come through, because you may get them, and they may not fucking leave, and that's just life, and it happens, and there's not a whole lot you can do, um, sometimes once they're in, and they have that hold on you, because they can pretend to be other people, other spirits, they can pretend to be, uh, a loved one, family, you know, literally any fucking thing, so it's just really, important to have a plan, an exit strategy, and make sure you close the circle when you're done, and close the board, you close the session, but also, really also very important, that you set limits for yourself of how long you're going to be on, or how long you're going to, um, basically hold your session for, and not necessarily just for, because you know you're going to burn out or anything like that, but more so for your own protection to make sure that you're not getting sucked in with um, anything that, that's going to be harmful in ways. Um, I like to give myself more, no more than uh, 10 to 15 minute sessions at a time just to make sure that I am covered, I am safe, I am, I am positive that I'm not going to get sucked into a way that um, I'm going to, you know, let it get to me, and that's just because I mentally have a hard time of walking away from it, and still feeling 
those emotions later and those things that they get to me and spirits get to me especially if it's someone pretending to be a loved one or family or whatever because that shit happens so easily and I've had it happen so I try to limit my exposure on there um, especially if I'm not really confident on who I'm speaking with as well that's like another huge thing to be aware of like I said you know some of these evil entities will pretend to be um, someone and they will suck you in and make you think that they are that person to the point that you just are I mean they could be really fucking convincing especially if it's an entity that is in your home all the time and can kind of see what's going on and, and knows how you you know your feelings how you are and, and all of that they're going to take that to their advantage and really um hone in on it and close in on being able to get to you and tell you things that probably aren't going to be good or helpful so definitely um a good idea to set limits for yourself of how long you want to be on there how long you plan to be on there have a plan be prepared Um, i'm not saying all this to scare anybody i just want you to be safe because it can be very emotionally draining um physically draining of energy because they will fucking suck your energy to be able to get through a lot there's just so many different things that can happen so it's really important that you are safe and um and take precautions where you can with all of that said this is an amazing tool to connect with people that you've lost or spirits in your home that you're really not sure what they are who they are what's happening and you kind of want to get some more information, you want to talk to somebody, you want to, you know, see if there's something you could do to help them, because, like, right now, like I said, with the Balbian Center, is a great time for us to kind of do a little spiritual house cleaning, sometimes spirits come in with things that we bought, there's an energy attached to them, a lot of times we buy things secondhand, and there's some kind of energy attached, or sometimes you can buy shit brand new, and it come with fucking energy, because if something happened, in the place where you got it or um, with the materials that were used to make it. Um, there could be some type of an attachment. Not all attachments are negative also. I'd like to go ahead and throw that out there because everybody hears the word attachment and they're like, oh, it's negative. Not necessarily. There are many, many reports of attachments that have been very just calm and docile and basically just looking for help to get out of, you know, being stuck and attached. So don't take it as if there is an attachment that is instantly evil or if you are doing a session and somebody comes through that you don't recognize that they are instantly evil, keep your guard up, obviously. Always have your guard up, but don't just assume that they are bad or evil or something like that just because you're not sure. It's just not good to jump to that conclusion and think that, you know, everything is this is going to cause them to basically not interact with you or be more scared of you or you know whatever the case may be so definitely have some patience have some um some calmness about it but be on your guard and you know be ready because you don't know what what's going to come through again I'm not trying to scare anybody I'm not trying to talk you out of it I just want you to be safe because I like I said I've had shit happened to me, I've had things happen to people I love, 
uh, people I know and just people that have shared their experiences and it's been a fucking nightmare. So use caution, but also have fun with it. Don't feel like it has to be this super, you know, serious thing that is, you know, that's not able to bring enjoyment and, and give you a chance to connect with, with someone that you love or, or the spirits there here, you know, in your home or whatever. And you guys know I've talked before many, many, many times about the spirits in our home and how we have multiple fucking people here, multiple energies. And for the most part, we've not had any bad, bad, um, things here in quite some time. We've gotten rid of all of the evil entities that have been around, um, they, you know, we've had some, some bad ones, but they're gone now. We're safe from all of those. It's going to happen. You're going to have something, you know, come across something from time to time. And it is what it is. You can sage and do what you can to get rid of them. You can also, if they're not bad, you can help them cross over, help them figure out what, you know, what's got them stuck or where they're at or, or, you know, any way you can. There's so many different options there. And if you guys want more on it, we can do an entire episode of nothing but um speaking boards Ouija boards or whatever you want to call them we can do a whole episode on there if um that's what you guys would like just let me know if that's something you guys would be interested in and we could definitely do that um pendulums this is probably one of the most simplest forms of divination a lot of people find it intimidating in the beginning i'm not gonna lie years and years ago when i made my own personal pendulum i was a little intimidated um, with the whole concept of it but at the same time i was like um this is kind of cool, so, and you will have times where they just don't want to speak, and, um, again, all of the divination, we, I've, I've dove into it in full detail, like, more so detail, I wouldn't say full detail, but, um, in previous episodes, pendulums are really great, because they're really simple, it's something you can literally use anything for, um, I've forgotten to bring one with me before, and didn't have one in my bra or anything, and I've used my necklace that just happened to have a crystal on it, but you can, like I said, you know, before you can use anything, you can put a ring on a string and use it. It's fine. It's, it's your powers that are fucking doing with it. And your powers mixed with energies around are making it work and making it do. So you can really use anything as pendulum to make it work. Sorry, I need a drink. My throat's like super dry and scratchy today. Um, again... With pendulum, sometimes they will not want to answer, or you'll, you know, you'll establish which way is yes, which way is no, and they will just continually do the same way over and over. That means the energy's here. They don't want, they don't want any part of it. They don't want, they're just not doing your game. They don't want to be part of it. They're annoyed with us. Something, you know, it happens. It's fine. We, we deal with it. We move on, and we come back a little bit later. But you're gonna have that. Um, and there's just times where they're just not gonna want to cooperate or do anything. It is. It's there. We do it. Scrying. And I have so many people who message me or have stopped me, you know, on public that, you know, around here or um, different groups that have talked about scrying and how they have trouble with it. And it's not, um, it's not something that's easy for everybody. I'm going to be honest. It's really depends on your ability to unfocus and focus at the same time being able to clear your mind. If you have ADHD, it's not always easy at first. Um, you kind of have to work at it to get your mind to work with you instead of against you like it always seems to want to do if you're like me. But it's, um, 
with practice, it can be really good. This time of year, again, you guys, with the veil being thin and thinning every day uh, more and more, we're going to be able to do these things a lot easier. So this is a great time to dive into any of these things. If you've been nervous or you've been apprehensive or scared or, or, you know, not really sure where to start, now is the time. Start today. When you're listening to this, dive into it and just go. And as the veil thins, it'll get easier. And as we pass silent and we start, you know, ending it and the veil thickens back up and, and, you know, goes back to normal, you're still going to retain those things that you've learned and that ability. And if you're listening to this in the future, say that you're, you know, you're not on caught up and you're listening to this in July, 2023 or, you know, 2027 or something, it's still okay. Dive in. It's fine. I promise you, you're going to thank me later and be glad that you you quit procrastinating and you just did it. You quit putting it off and you just dove in and went for it and you're going to be happy. Trust me. I promise you, it's definitely worth it. All of this is not easy at first. You're not just going to be able to just be like, oh, this is cool, bam, and have it. It unfortunately just does not work that way, but plus side is the more you practice the better you're going to get so quit waiting dive in great timing again scrying there's multiple things we have the crystal ball um a warning i throw out every fucking time hands down if you are using a crystal ball and you have one in your home cover that bitch when you're not using it because she will catch her house on fire if she's in direct sunlight mine is now in a safe spot where the sun cannot get to her but I have just heard too many horror stories. Of, it's like a big giant magnifying glass, basically. So you have to use caution because the sun can get in even the smallest, tiniest little hole in your blinds or your shades or whatever that lets that little bit of sunlight in, comes in, hits that crystal ball, and it projects that sunlight beam right into your floor or your wall or your couch or something and catches that bitch on fire. So use caution we also have the black mirror for scrying um, I had posted pictures and I believe I posted a tutorial in the group a long time ago but that might have been before my actual my original Facebook got deleted so I don't know if that picture or video still exists in there I'll have to go back and look um, I don't know if it ever went on the YouTube channel or not which I really need to get that active again too time guys time is my problem but it's real simple. Go get a picture frame um, from the Dollar General or Dollar Tree or whatever. Get a good size one, 8 by 10, um, 10 by 12, what, four, 12 by 14, whatever the fuck they come in. I don't know. You think I know I work at a fucking store that stocks them. Get you a decent size one. It's like 2 bucks, 3 bucks. Go cheap. It's fine. Um, you can get any kind of frame that you want. I chose black, obviously, because I just light like black. Um, you can get silver, gold, wood. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. Take the glass out. Take the backing. All you need is the glass for this part. And you're going to paint one side of the glass black. Flat black. Okay? Or maybe gloss flat. It doesn't even matter. Gloss or flat. It, both of them work. It's fine. You're going to paint it black. That one side. And you're going to let it dry. And you're going to do it again. Just for a second coat to make sure there's you know no stuff coming through. And then you're going to put the non-painted side out, like 
pretend the painted side would be up against the picture that you're putting in the picture frame, but you're not going to put one in there, you just put the back on it, and you have a black scrying mirror. Whereas if you go on Etsy, people are going to make one for you and charge you like 40 bucks. So you can literally make your own with some paint and a picture frame from Dollar General for like three bucks, a dollar, whatever it is. Cheap. It's fine. You can even get the potted paints there for like a dollar. So you can literally make the whole fucking thing for two bucks in the state of Indiana. Taxes for or seven cents per dollar. So two fourteen, you got a fucking scrying mirror. You're good to go. And then, um, <laughs> honestly, it, it's just... It's funner to make your own stuff, in my opinion. It's great to buy things and support, you know, small businesses. But there's something about making your own um, tools for your trade that are just, that's just so, I, I don't even know, empowering, I guess. To know that you made that, you made that happen. You made your tools that you use to perform rituals or you know divinations or whatever it is you made it and that's just a fucking feeling that you can't reproduce so go get you one make one scrying is super cool it you know like I said again it's really up to you if it's your thing or not Um, don't get frustrated first just take your time with it and um, just have fun with it you know don't don't be really frustrated if it doesn't come out the way you want in the beginning because sometimes it's just fucking life and it happens so take your time have fun it's worth it another fun one that i really enjoy is dowsing rods so we use these a lot to communicate with the the spirits and energies in our home this time of year like i said guys it's fucking great you can um connect and this is one that's kind of easy easier and a little safer because you're not going to be really inviting the spirit or energy in to have full control of the conversation where you would with the um, spirit boards. So with, <clears throat> excuse me, with the dowsing rods, um, it, just make sure they're straight when you do them. Otherwise, you're going to have some really funky readings. Make sure you're standing straight as well. Um, if you hold them at an angle, they're going to go every which way. And then, um, the kids, you know, the kids had them one day here and they were speaking to the older lady who's actually in my craft room now. And by craft room, I mean my witchcraft room, which I also do crafts in, like my jewelry making. So it has a double meaning, you know, the craft room. Anyway, the kids were in here and they were, um, connecting with the older lady that lives in here. And at first they were, everything, it kept going off like crazy and answering, yes to everything, and Mace is like, uh, you know, oh my god, what, what, and you know, freaking out, and I'm like, no, you're at an angle, so the rods are crossing, because you're literally at an angle, so, um, just, you know, stand still, make sure they're straight, I have the ones that you pull out, it's kind of like, um, I don't even, you know those, I don't even know what the fuck you would call them, it's like a tire gauge, how you pulled out, mine literally look like tire gauges, and you could put them in your, like, they look like a tire gauge with, like, a pen clip. So, if no one was wiser and you had it in your, in, like, a cup or, you know, your pen hole or whatever, it literally looks like an ink pen um, with a little chest clip and stuff. But they fold out and then they, they turn, you know, they bend and they're perfect. I did take them to work one day to try to communicate with the spirits there, the lady that lives, um, that stays there. We call her Dolly. I don't really know her real name. My, one of my coworkers, the girls, ladies that works for me knows her name. She knew her, um, in life before she had passed away. Uh, she was actually shot 
by her, I believe, ex-husband. I'm pretty sure they were divorced. He shot her in the parking lot, and so she lives in our store, and we call her Dolly because she really likes to play with the dolls that we put out during the winter. So, Dolly's super um, calm, kind, and sweet. We really have never had anything scary happen there, but she is a trickster. She does like to um, make the doll go off or, you know, make a noise or something, and sometimes she'll make, like, a cough sound, and you swear to God someone's in there, but the doors are locked, you're in there by yourself, you just go in and open, and yeah, so <laughs> she could be fun, but... I need to actually take this back and do it again. Anyway, the point is, um, dowsing rods, this is a great way for anyone who's just starting out. Get them, and it's not about, like, um, you can make your own. It, it's not like you, you can order them online and they're going to be like, oh, they're fake. That's not how it fucking works. It's literally rods that spirits use to, to move them. It's like a pendulum. You can make them out of anything. So, I literally got these super cheap on Amazon. I think they were like seven bucks for the set that I got. And they were a little bit more than some of the others. So if you are really um, apprehensive about starting out with divination, but you want to, and you're just kind of not sure where this is a great spot, get some dowsing rods, get some fucking sticks. Honestly, just get anything that you feel comfortable using and dive in. Um, you know, start talking to the, the spirits and energies around you. It's great. If you are not petrified, you can go to the cemetery. And most of the time, people think that the cemetery soul just goes everywhere. Not necessarily at all. Um, a little part of them may be there. So you may have to do some searching to kind of find an active spirit that wants to talk. But be respectful. If you do go out there, be respectful because that's just uncool as fuck to, um, to you know, not do that. So, yeah, just have some, some respect with it. Runes. Runes aren't for everybody and they're kind of, it's kind of got to be your thing. I have had several um, sets of runes. None of them more special to me than the ones I actually made by hand, which I'll tell you about here in a second. But I just can't connect with them on a level like I do my tarot cards or the thousand rods, pendulum, my speaking board, stuff like that. I just don't have that connection with them that um, some people do. Now, Zach, who is... Um, an admin in the group and a super fantastic fucking human being. Great. That's his thing. He likes his runes and that's cool. Um, and Oracle cards, those are more his, uh, world. I just cannot find a, a connection with them as strong as I do my tarot cards and other things. So runes take a whole different level of, um, Understanding for the simple fact that there's also a lot of interpretation with them, like with tarot, but it's something that you have to connect to. Um, all divination, you really have to have a connection with, you know, to really get into it, understand it, and be good with it. But runes have just never been something that I really, really, you know, pull to. And I need to work on it more. I just haven't really given it as much of a fair shot. I was into them for a while, really tried, you know, to 
to love them and I just kept going back to my cards so that's uh, my stance on runes I just can't bring myself to to do like daily rune readings and shit I do like the um the what you know the way that they represent like sigils and things you know like the the markings on them are very similar to similar very similar to sigils and that kind of uh, thing so I actually do have a few uh of the rune symbols tattooed on me because they're super important to me so but that's something I'll bore you with right now runes so you guys don't have to spend money on this shit I really need to do a whole episode of just like DIY shit again I talked about it once before I need to do like a YouTube video with it too but in a TikTok but who has fucking time I do not so ruins I went down to again Dollar General um because you know that's like the only store we have in my town and I work there now again so it's perfect for me I actually made these well before I went back working there years and years ago and what I did was I got the little they're called like filler and they go in um, you'll find them in the craft section the home decor section it's these little glass beads that are, you know, decorative. You can get them in clear, blue, rainbowy colors, um, just different colors. So I got them out and I spray painted them black because I like black. Um, I spray painted them flat black because honestly, that's all we had at the time. We didn't have any like um, gloss black because trap for some reason always goes for flat black. I don't know. It is what it is, but spray painted black. Um, one side twice, let it dry for several hours, and then flipped them and spray painted the back side. They're kind of domed and rounded, so it's kind of easier to do, but um, spray painted the other side twice, let it dry. Then I took a paint marker, and you can honestly do it with anything. Take Do like a paintbrush or um, a regular fucking marker, I'm sure, a print marker, whatever. It just kind of depends on what color you actually paint them to begin with before, you know, whatever color you're going to mark on them with, but took a marker and paint marker and I drew the symbols on myself. I made my own fucking set of runes. They were super fucking awesome. I um, was really pumped. I thought they were pretty cool and I got them all done. Like I did the whole thing on them. I don't, I think I did do two coats. That part doesn't really matter. But um, I painted them and then I clear coated them and I, they're perfect. Like they don't chip definitely do two coats of, um, uh, fuck, of, uh, clear coat if you're going to, just for the simple fact that, um, after using them for a while, they are going to chip if you keep them in a bag or whatever, um, they will chip, so definitely do two coats on them, but ruins are something that you have to just kind of have that draw to them with, and honestly, all forms of divination you have to have that connection with. It's kind of like me with Oracle cards. I'm just not that into them. I'll do them, but I just rather stick with my tarot cards because I feel super fucking connected to my tarot cards. I just have this overall connection of empowerment and just, I can't, it's something that's so hard for me to even describe, the connection I have with my tarot cards because I just feel like they were meant for me, like they were fucking straight up made for me. I know I always talk about them, but it's the deck is the Wild Unknown, and guys, they are fucking great. It comes with um, the cards and an entire fucking book with everything you need to know about the suits and 
reading them and laying them out and the different spreads and what each card means. It's not just like a one sentence saying like most little pamphlets that come in the cards are. It's an entire fucking page about the card and what it means and what it stands for and representation. But the fucking greatest thing is that the cards, the descriptions are so specific, but yet it's so easy to interpret that into whatever the question is. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just fucking perfect the way that it lays it out for you with the description of, you know, what that card represents and stands for. And then you're instantly able, you know, once you get used to doing it, you're instantly able to put that into the situation with the question asked or whatever your spread is you're trying to read you can look at it and instantly know because the artwork is just perfect. It, you can tell the artwork just fucking gives away the, the power behind it. And when I was doing readings at a festival here in town, you could see the look on people's faces when they see a card come up and you could see that they can just tell that that card is something super joyous or the opposite. And it's funny because you know, people always freak out when they see the death card and they always instantly assume that it is uh, a horrible card and it's bad. And, you know, I'm trying to explain to many people that's not what it is. It solely depends on the situation, the question. And death is not death as in, like, dead. It is death as in, like, the end of something. And uh, when I was trying to explain that to my kid when he was having trouble, I'm like, look, it's the end of a relationship. And like oh and I was like yeah this is a relationship you need to fucking end because it's shit and um, he, he actually did about the time that that one came out so that was really good and I was glad he was finally able to see that the point is um, I'm very connected to tarot I got totally off fucking track sorry my tarot cards just give me that fucking that passion and that draw and they really um, just speak to me Whereas runes just kind of don't for me as much, but again, it's to each their, you know, their own. Everybody has their own feelings and ways and draws with those. So definitely, um, something to look at. It may be something that you're just totally into and works perfect for you. Maybe something that you're like, oh my god, it's fucking stupid. So it is uh, what's for you. Now, the last two that I'm gonna talk about with divination are some things that um, can be super fun or can be super fucking scary. It's completely based on how you as a individual take it, deal with it, etc. Seance for the first one. Again, this is very similar to speaking boards and the fact that people have just given it, like Hollywood mostly has given it such a bad fucking name. When they hear seance, they instantly think of devil worshiping and evil, and it brings back the satanic panic for the boomers and, you know, some younger, uh, older Gen X will remember, well, I guess pretty much all Gen X would remember the satanic panic. I was born in 81, and I remember the satanic panic, and everybody freaked out, and I remember when um, Marilyn Manson came out in the 90s, and I had gotten his CD, because I liked some, you know, some songs I'd heard on the radio back then. We didn't have, you know, the internet or MP3s or any fucking thing like that. We literally had CDs and tapes in the radio, and that was basically it. Um, satellite radio wasn't even thought of at the time, but whatever. Anyway, he came out, and everybody's like, oh my god, he's the devil, he's a devil worshiper, oh my god, and 
anybody who listened to Marilyn Manson was like, horrible, like, the satanic panic was strong with that one, and this was towards the end of the satanic panic when he came out, people still lost their fucking shit, I really think that it re, um, lit that fucking fire for satanic panic, and people freaking the fuck out, and everybody basically thought that if you listen to Marilyn Manson, that you were a devil worshiper, and it was the end of the world, and blah, 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 and it's like, okay, you know, people just are fucking crazy for no reason, they instantly want to freak out about anything dumb, and yeah, so, seances have been associated heavily with satanic panic, and devil worshiping, and all of the evil things in the world, and it's just not what it is, it is very similar to using a speaking board, or spare board, talking board, Ouija board, whatever you want to call it, um, a same conception, as, I guess, you have to be fucking careful, make sure you have protection, make sure you've cast a circle, make sure you have an exit strategy, make sure you have a, um, time restraint set for yourself, and it can literally be, you know, 30, 40 minutes and feel like you've been talking for like five something happens when these energies come out that literally just make time fucking warp all to hell so um just use caution with you decide to do this be very you know um, aware of things going on make sure that you are taking precedence when you're speaking to whom you're speaking to just be safe because it's not um always who you think it is out there unfortunately so Use caution, please, because we don't need anybody having any issues. Similar situation, um, like I said, with the you know the spirit boards, you have to use caution. People will pretend to be what they're not all the time, and it's just something that you don't want to get caught up in and have any you know fucked up issues and things like that. So. Be careful, be cautious, be observant, um, stay on your toes, you know, all those things. Be careful. Uh, <laughs> a dumb supper. So, I'm sure you guys may remember last year around this time, I did an episode where Travis and I were going to have a dumb supper, and we were super fucking pumped. It was exciting. We were really thrilled on the idea of connecting with his mom, his dad, my dad, um, our families that we have lost, and we had this all planned out, but things in life had different, um, ideas, hang on just a second for this noise, sorry, um, life just had different plans for us, so things with work had gotten incredibly fucked up, and crazy, and things just didn't work out, I'm gonna apologize for the background noise, um, you guys know I don't edit my shit, it's literally just raw, and I make a lot of noise, I don't mean to, but shit's happening over here, so, it is what it is, (laughs) So, um, one more. We didn't get to have the Dumb Supper. I really, really, really want to. If you're not sure what Dumb Supper is, go back and listen to that episode. It was, um, right around the end of October, I believe. It's just pretty interesting, and I really hope that we were able to do it this year. Last year was just a major bummer when we weren't able to do it, so I'm really hoping that it is something that we can, uh, make happen this year. I'm really sorry, guys. I don't mean to be annoying with those noises. I just, you know, I'm trying to multitask at the same time because, me, you know, my time is very, ugh, and moving stuff around, I don't like the way things are sitting on my altar right now, something's just got me 
feeling some kind of way about the stuff all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Um, I paused a minute ago, right after talking about Dolly and using dowsing rods at work and talking to her. I paused because I had to use her assuming it during and smoke a cigarette. And when I came back, there was a hat on the floor in here. And it was like, um, Sky wasn't in here with me or was out with me. She was in the other room. She wasn't in here. So nothing was in here to make that hat get on the floor. And it's just been kind of a weird energy since then. And I don't know um, who's in here with me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So someone's in here with me and the energy's just off. So I'm a little on edge. So you guys might hear some shit and it might be the spirit coming through. I don't know. So if so, yeah, that's what it is. So, <laughs> But I really um, am looking forward to hoping to be able to perform that dumb supper this year. I think it's going to be a fantastic idea to, or fantastic way for us to connect with um, the people that we've lost and just kind of be able to do something different. So I want to get the kids involved and, and just have a good time. So that is the next plan. Um, it dumps over is basically where you have a party for those of uh, your family that you've lost and kind of just connect with them again, show them that you miss them, respect, and things like that. It's, uh, it's very quiet. The entire thing is very quiet, so that is something I will have a hard time with because I just can't be quiet. Not even just the talking part, it's just that I literally have trouble, um, with quietness in general because I'm always knocking something over or having something going on in the background, making noise, and you guys know I can't make it through a podcast episode without having all kinds of fucked up noises happening. So, yeah. So, we'll see how the whole dumb supper thing works out with that part. But, with that said, um, I am really excited to see this. So, those are all great divination tools that you can use and take advantage of right now with the veil being super thin and having that chance to really get in and... Um, find out who's in your home, find out who's around, speak to lost loved ones, anything really that, um, would help you connect with the spirit world, with the veil being super thin, dive in, go for it, just use caution, you know, and be careful, you know, with, with different things, but have fun with it, just go for it, and have a good time, because fuck, you know, why not connect, and and learn new things and dive in. If we continually be scared of things in life, we're never going to do anything different and we're going to have the same life over and over. Some people are totally cool with that. Some people want nothing but repetitive things that they are productive and know what's going to happen in life. And that's great for people who like that. I like normalcy. I like repetitiveness. I like things to be calm and steady, but I also, when it comes to this life and these things, I like to learn new things, I like to, um, learn who's around me, and why, and what's happening, and what I can do to help, so, yeah, so, we're gonna take all these tools, because with everything going on right now, this is the perfect time, you're, you know, pick a deity, work with a deity, do some divination, dive in, or sharpen your skills in divination. Again, you know, this the timing is just perfect right now for anything. It's our time. It's our world. It's our fucking time to shine. It's our chance. So whether you're, 
you're diving in for the first time or you're sharpening your skills or you're just practicing or you're just having fun, go for it. But we're, what we're going to do is we're going to use all of these tools and all the other tools that we have to make shit happen now. We're going to use the work with AATs. We're going to use the divination that, we are, that we're doing and we're going to manifest the shit out of this world because with everything going on and it being so much you know, they'll be so much thinner. Now is the best fucking time for us to manifest what we want and get help from the spirits around us. Use the energy that's there. Contact the people that we've lost. Make shit fucking happen. Literally, this is our time to shine, guys. If what we do now can last, it doesn't have to be something that's just over and done and is only going to make it through... Um, this time frame, this, no, we're going to make it, it'll make it last. It'll, you know, withstand the test of, of the test of time. It'll, it'll last. It's not just going to be while the veil is thin and then go back to, you know, a shitty life or whatever. I'm not saying it's a shitty life, but you know what I mean? That's not what's going to happen. What we do now manifest now will stick with us, but we have to be on it. We have to jump in. We have to take advantage of the timing and the fact that the veil is thin and we can use our tools that we've learned and that we have and we can use the spirits and energy around us to help us make shit happen and to get what we want. If you've been wanting a promotion at work or you've been wanting, um, you know, to, to move on in your career, you've been wanting to make some changes in your life, now is the fucking time to manifest and make that shit happen more than ever. And as you're literally, as we're going, the the veil's getting thinner every day, so take that time and make it happen. It's perfect time to to do all of these things, guys. It's literally our fucking time. It is us. It's our opportunity to make life what we want and to take full advantage of all of that. But if you wait and piss around, you're you're never gonna do it. You have to jump in. You have to not be afraid, you have to trust your fucking instinct, trust your gut, have confidence in what you're doing, and just fucking do it, even if you don't know what you're doing, you're not 100% sure, just fucking have the confidence and believe in yourself, the magic's there, the magic's real, and your magic will fucking get you through, you just have to have fucking confidence in yourself, and that's what a lot of us struggle with, it's, you know, I'm big on that, I struggle big time with confidence for the longest time, I've gotten so much better, but it takes a lot of believing in yourself, and that's a problem that so many of us have, so please, believe in yourself, have the confidence to trust your gut, to trust yourself, to embrace your fucking true self, your powers, and take what you want, take it and make it happen, manifest that shit. I just have one tiny warning before you go on. And then I'll let you guys go. Please, please, please remember Karma when you're manifesting. She's watching. The threefold law, the rule of three, whatever you want to call it. Karma's real. She's always watching. And she always makes sure that her job is done. So before you manifest things, 
make sure that what you are manifesting for you is not hurting someone else who's innocent. If they deserve it, karma will make it happen. If they legitly deserve it, not just you believe they deserve it because you, you know, they told you they didn't like your outfit or something. That's, that's, we're not doing that. If they truly deserve it, karma will step in and she will make that shit happen. And then that's different. But if you're just doing, you know, manifesting something that is good for you and that will harm someone else, make sure they deserve it and be fucking careful because she comes back. She comes back strong as fuck. And she does not play. So keep that in mind when you're manifesting, you know, your your goals here. And that's great. I really want you guys to to take the you know opportunity that you know this is the magic of it all. It really is. So make it happen. Make your fucking dreams come true. Manifest the life that you want. But please, 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 for everything out there, be careful of karma. Make sure that whatever you're doing is not going to hurt others and that the karma is not going to come back and fuck you up because she is crazy. Yeah, she is a crazy one. But as always, you have to have confidence in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to trust your gut, your instincts, all of those things that I tell you guys every fucking time because I have trouble with it myself and I know how hard it is but seriously this is um, you are a fucking amazing person you are powerful beyond your own fucking belief and recognition towards yourself so give yourself a break believe in yourself trust your gut trust your magic Go out and manifest the fucking life you deserve. You have worked so hard on things in life and you just need to be rewarded. But the universe doesn't know how to reward you because you've not manifested what you want. So now's the time. The universe is here, ready to make your dreams and your shit happen. So manifest it. Make it happen. Put out into the universe what you want. How you want things to be what you want to see out of things in life and in the world and use your magic for the good and for you and for your family your friends just keep in mind karma because she will be around and she will be ready but seriously though guys this is our time to shine manifest 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 get busy make that shit happen get on it I promise you, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be great. You're going to do an amazing job. And and you're going to feel so empowered when you're done. And when things start coming through. Do keep one more thing in mind. It's not instant gratification. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, When you manifest things, it's not going to instantly be... You're not going to manifest it and then go to bed and be pissed when you wake up. And that things haven't changed yet that you're working on you're not going to go to work the next morning and instantly get that job offer that you wanted or that promotion or that raise it takes time it's not something that's literally just going to instantly happen and that is one problem that a lot of people run into and lose their confidence in or just lose all belief in their self and their own magic because they just are like 
expect everything to happen right away and that just doesn't work in life um especially in our craft is patience so have the patience take the moment you know take the time to be patient and to see it into fruition and to see it coming to light and to have you know and happening so um yeah that's all i got guys go manifest the shit out of it it's time for our magic to shine and really really come out and about so that's what i got right now uh if you guys want me to do a uh, more in-depth conversation or a more in-depth discussion episode whatever on um what the fuck we're talking about that it was oh my god speaking boards spirit boards um divination different things like that if there's any part of that you want me to go more into we absolutely can just um and tarot i think it was too we're talking about uh let me know in the group or email i promise i'm gonna get back to some of those soon i've just been really struggling with time with them all but yeah so let me know um if you guys want more of those in depth and we'll go from there i hope everyone has a fantastic fucking day week month whatever it is whatever time that you're listening to this or day that you're listening to this i hope that um things are going great for you and may your magic shine bright you guys are awesome bless me bye Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How in the fuck is everybody doing? Yeah, change the episode. How y'all doing? How the fuck y'all doing? Because wow, I swear to God, every time I come on here every week, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be the most craziest week and then next week things will be better and I'll have nothing exciting to tell them about. And every week I am wrong. So, it's been insane. Um, You know... I swear, like, it's some kind of trifecta in the world where when something bad happens to one person in your circle, it happens to multiple people in your circle because you just have to feel that pain. And when you're an empath, you feel it, like, times a hundred the way it is anyway. So when you have three people who have things going on, it's just, like, major fucking bam, 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 like you're getting hit with emotional fucking bullets left and right and it's like holy fuck sticks so I am fine nothing nothing happened to me horrible but um my team this week we had three like kind of like emergencies well some of them are well yeah they're all basically emergencies so it's just my heart hurts for everyone so the first one was one of my newest employees he started it was his like third day maybe and his uh, girlfriend called the store, and which was weird when anybody calls the store phone because it hardly ever rings unless it's customer asks me to go read all the coffee mugs or something. But um, they called and asked to speak with him, and he got in there, and their puppy had gotten into some poison and was foaming at the mouth, so he had to leave and um, you know go take the puppy to the uh, vet. And when I say puppy, I mean dog, like full-grown dog, but to me all dogs are puppies and all cats are kitties 
I have problems, that's fine. Um, but anyway, they took him to the vet and they had to put him down. And that just hurt my heart so much because I couldn't even imagine having to put Sky down. Like, I would literally bawl my fucking eyes out and have to miss work for like two weeks because I would be emotionally fucking distressed if I had to um, put her down or something. So I was super sad for him and like my heart just broke. And him being a new employee, he was so upset and, and you know, worried that he was going to be in trouble. So he called me the next morning. And said, you know, hey, I just want to apologize. I'm really sorry. I had to, you know, to bolt out and explain to me the situation. I was like, first off, don't apologize for that. Like, it's totally fine. We were covered. We had, you know, an extra person that night. Secondly, family first. That is the one thing I tell people when I um, interview them. Family comes first. I understand we all have emergencies. We all have things come up. And we need to make sure that we're taking care of that first. So, definitely family first, so things like that, I, I'm kosher with, I understand issues, then, so that was Wednesday, Thursday, my, uh, no, I'm sorry, Friday, my cat, maybe it was Thursday that the dog, his puppy got sick, I think it was Thursday, so anyway, yes, 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 so, Friday, my other new person that was hired at the same time, texted me, she was supposed to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, text me and says, I'm not going to make it in. My daughter was in a very bad car accident in another state, which literally like the next day that we're not super far, but, um, she was in a bad car accident. The grandkids were with her and she had no idea of the extent of the injuries at that point. So I was like, dude, go like, we'll be fine. Go. So she goes and she gets there and she texts me later and says that they are really bad. Like the, the, her daughter's really bad hurt. She's in the hospital, so she's taking care of grandkids. I was like, you worry about them. We've got this. Like, don't worry about us. We'll be fine. So my ASM um, stayed that night until 8, and then I went back in and worked from 8 to close. And then last night, um, Saturday night, I did open and close. So this is my third Saturday in a row doing a double shift. Not my favorite, but I understand. And, you know, like I said, family comes first. It needs to be done. So, with that said, I'm thinking, okay. So, Friday that happened. I'm thinking, we've got everything, all the bad that can happen. Then, Saturday morning, my uh, cashier, who we call the antique, she's literally been there. Well, I trained her before I left there the first time. So, she's been there for several years. And she had called at 6.30 and said, hey, my dad fell. Um, he's in the ER. We're taking him back to the nurse. Like, a whole situation, which he had not been doing good. And there had been um, things going back and forth anyway. So, she's like, look, I'm still going to come into work. I just got to get him situated with the test and blah, blah, blah. So, I was alone yesterday until um, about 11.15 because of, you know, her having to be there and deal with him. Which I told her she could take the whole day off. It's fine. Um, Saturdays are extremely busy. It's our coupon day. It's the weekend. Everybody does their shopping. We have people in them. Um, passing through the Ghost Badlands, we have a lot of covered bridge traffic right now, so she's like, no, I'll be in, I'll just be late, so, um, she was obviously late yesterday, and then she's gonna be late again this morning, because they had, uh, more testing and stuff she had to be there for, so, three emergencies for three people on my team, I'm going to go out early tomorrow morning and sage the entire fucking store, because holy fuck, um, we don't need any more drama, the second Sky needs to exit the room. There you go, Skybot. So, yeah, we've had a, quite the interesting week, and I'd like to keep it not interesting like that anymore. I'd rather have a dull, boring week where nothing 
horrible happened. So hopefully this week is much better and everybody can just relax and have a, a nice easy week. So um, I will be under a lot of stress the next two weeks as we are preparing for inventory. It is the day after Samhain, so I had planned to take a vacation day the Saturday, Sunday, and Monday of Halloween, but that is not working out because I cannot take those days with um, inventory coming, so I am a bit bummed, but it is what it is. So, I'm going to make the best of it either way. So, yeah, um, things are crazy. They calmed down for a little bit, and now they're back to crazy again. So, um, I did have today off. It was my one day off. I do get my Sundays off every now and then, um, for the most part. But today we did a tattoo. I say it like it's something new. <laughs> I get a tattoo pretty much every Sunday. But we took the bats that were on my, that started on my, um, chest area that are up going you know up towards my shoulder and neck we took them all the way up to my jawline in a flock and so it looks fucking badass I'm super pumped um I've been wanting to do some more stuff on my neck so I'm super super excited about that I can't wait to see um everybody's reactions everybody's already you know I love it so I guess that's all that matters but um it's just really cool to finally see the things that I want with my body and my tattoo and everything coming to, to fruition you know, people ask me about my tattoos. Sorry, my allergies are whoo again. Um, people always ask me about all my tattoos because they're all witch-related. Um, all my tattoos are witch-related. And people will be like, aren't you afraid of, you know, what people think about you and blah, blah, blah. No, I spent so many fucking years worrying about what people thought of me that I decided I'm done worrying about that. I'm literally going to live for me and only make choices based on what makes me happy and not what other people want to see in me or what they think I should look like or whatever because I am done with that game. I'm over it. I'm over pretending to be someone I'm not. So as I've embraced my witchyhood, as you may say, I've been so much happier and freer and just felt more alive now than ever since I have embraced my true self and really just not giving a fuck about opinions of others so it's great I love it I suggest it to anyone out there who's struggling with any kind of um you know stuff going on issues where you feel like you know you're struggling with identity or yourself or whatever the case may be do not worry about what others think of you do not um stress that just just be your happy self and I understand some people just can't come out of the closet right now, and that's completely fine. Stay in there as long as you need. But please remember that you'll be your happiest when you're finally free to be yourself. So, um, and we'll be there for you as much as we can. So please don't feel like you just have to live there forever because I promise you, you don't. And everybody else can eat a dick if they don't like it, honestly. So, yeah. So, let's talk about some cool stuff. Um, the closer that we are getting to Samhain, the more, um, the veil thinning. We talked about that last week. We talked about the cool things. I picked my tarot cards back up for the first time in a little bit, uh, after last weekend's episode. I just, I have not given it the time that I needed, so I was really happy to, um, just get myself back into them, even if I'm just doing one card draws for right now, um, just to get myself going. I'm, really promised several people 
I do a reading for them, and so that's something I want to get done here soon and just bring it back. Um, I posted in the Facebook group earlier this week to do something witchy today, and I was so excited to see people respond with what they did or, you know, what their plans were, and it just makes my, you know, my cold, witchy heart happy. So keep it up, guys. Do something that makes you feel empowered. Do something that makes you feel loved and happy and just free and and just whatever. Whatever emotion you love makes you happy, do do something that makes you feel that. Create those endorphins because you deserve it. So remind yourself every day that you're on the right path. You are doing the things you're meant to do and you are so fucking perfect for yourself. That may not make sense to some, but I promise it will to others. So for today's episode, um, as I'm literally talking, I have no idea what the title of it's going to be. I've been trying to think of something catchy and my head's just like, oh my God, no, you cannot think anymore. So I don't know what it's going to be as of yet. I already know it's literally written. I know what we're doing. I just don't know what the title's going to be. You know, because you clearly could see it right there in your lap. But today I thought, you know, one of the things I get the most questions about is people needing help with a spell. People who are afraid to write their own spells, which is completely fine. I was there in the beginning. I completely get it. But people are always asking for help with a spell or they need something quick. They don't really have time to to, do research or to come up with one. So I thought, you know what? What if I shared some of my spells with you guys? Now, I will say that some witches, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, some witches will say, never share your spells with anyone. Never let anyone see um, your your book. Never want, you know, don't share that, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. If you want to, do it. If you don't, don't. It's completely up to you because there's no wrong way to be a witch. So, there are a few that I probably will keep um, close to the chest, um, Unless somebody does need it, then I, and if you reached out, I would definitely give it to you. But for the most part, I'm just going to start sharing some in here. They're in no particular order. I just grabbed some random ones that, that I'd share. Um, this might end up being a two-parter, you know, where we finish with later, later with more. It just kind of depends on um, how well it goes over, how long I talk, and, you know, how sidetracked I get pretty much. But I am... Uh, Super excited to share this. I've already shared many of my spells with people. I've gotten messages um, over the years of people asking me for help or a spell. And sometimes I don't have time to type it all out. So I literally take a picture of either my um, permanent book of shadows that I call it or my reference book of shadows. So um, real quick, if if you've not listened to any of the previous episodes or season one, I think it was season two where I talked about different things with Book of Shadows, Books of Shadow, um, Shadows, my God, I can't fucking speak today. I have several. I have one very nice, large, leather-bound book that has uh, the seven chakra crystals on the front, and that is referred, like, I refer to it as my permanent Book of Shadows. It is the one that I put in the spells that I know I'm going to use the most, the spells that mean something to me, spells that... Um, I just feel really need to, if anything happens, I'd want to pass them down to, you know, the other witches in my family or just to, you know, whoever I'm close to because, you know, family isn't always necessarily blood. So, um, these are the spells that I would like to pass on. If there was one book that summed me up, that would be the book. 
I have um, what is pretty much like my original uh, <laughs> Book of Shadows. It turned into like a reference, like a basically everything kind of book. So the first like three-fourths of the book are spells. I have little tabs in the back that have like reference information like um, explaining like tarot and you know like a quick reference for tarot. It's got the wheel of the year info in it. It's got, I'm trying to read these, palm reading notes. (laughs) I mean it's literally got everything. The chakras, um, what they are, how to open them, literally all of that shit. Um, And that's actually quite thick. Let's see, there's the tarot section. Some of my tabs have fallen out of here, so I gotta kind of flip through to, to look. Um, different herbs. There's literally a reference guide in the back here that, and all this is like hand wrote by me, but a, a separate, um, well, I could, literally it says herb cheat sheet that I wrote, but it's real quick. I just kind of put some um, info on different herbs in here, things that I um, use often or. If, um, especially if it's like a herb that has unusual uses that you can use for things that you wouldn't normally associate with it. Those are things I would write down in here. That way, if I ever had to reference back like, oh, you know, I know that I had wrote down that somewhere I could use this as a, as a replacement or substitute for this because it would do this. And so I wrote those kind of things in there. There's really just like a lot of different, um, random ass fucking, uh, notes and things on here colors um about auras you know and and reading auras and the colors that are associated with different auras there's all that shit's in here um yeah the magic color chart cheat sheets uh casting in a circle like all kinds of shit moon phases information so this is like my little book that kind of i'll never get rid of and it's kind of been with me um from the beginning of my adulthood path in witchcraft. I, obviously, I have um, some from when I was younger before I fully came out of the broom closet and really embraced who I was. But this one, uh, this is my book. That This is one I will just never let go of because it's just got some, some really random shit in it. And it's funny because I had actually picked this book up, um, this journal book up at the dollar store fucking years ago, like literal years ago, with the intention of just having a notebook to throw in the junk drawer in case we need to write something down or whatever, it's a little spiral bound, but the front of it says, believe in your own magic, and when I decided, when I went to literally just grab a notebook out of the pile of 50,000 notebooks I have in there, this one is the one I grabbed, I didn't look at it, I just grabbed one and hurried, because I'm like, I want to write this down, I don't even remember what it was, it was something I want to write down, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking perfect. So it's just kind of like my favorite little guy and I think I'll keep it forever. So yeah, I'm really excited to share my spells with you guys. So if that's not um, something fun or interesting for you, uh, maybe skip this episode. If it's something you are into, maybe um, take a minute to grab a something to write with and a pen or <laughs> something to write with and a pen. You probably need something to write on. Um, a notebook, paper, whatever, um, you know, just whatever you might need and, uh, something to write on and, and we're gonna dive right on in.